Hi guys, this is the Roots and Fire podcast and I'm your host Taufik and today I will be talking to a very good friend of mine. I I know him, I've known him for a long time in fact. We we eventually met in Middlesbrough and you know catching up and all of that, you know, all the good moments which we've had. You know, it's really really good to even have like the first session of the written by podcast with a gentleman like him is a tech savvy it's he is into so many things music into so many things that ever since we have been speaking i feel like man this is the kind of person we used to we need to introduce this um amazing um session and to also inspire every other person who is coming from wherever you might be all over the world and with no further ado, I will be introducing my brother, my colleague, my mate, Olu James. Yeah, it's nice to be on your platform. Um, I've been looking forward to this for a while, so I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be here. Yeah, it's really it's, it's a it's a pleasure to to have you. I know I know you're a very busy person, and for you to be here today, you know in the midst of your schedule you were able to like make out this time for the interview so like can you just give us introduction of what whatever i must have missed in my introduction you could add to that um right i mean uh, i think you just said the most important uh, my name is olu james um, i'm an artist um a music artist i've been doing music for a very long time i think uh my music my music history goes as far back as 10 years, I think. And um, yeah, I'm Nigerian. Uh, that's my country of origin. And uh, I'm currently here in Middlesbrough. And I am currently featuring on the Roots and Vibes podcast. So that has to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's our first session, like I'm going to tell you. I wish I had a bill here. Yeah, I could have just rung that for you, you know. <laughs> uh, our debut, you know. So, um, how are you finding town? Oh, Middlesbrough. Um, so obviously this is my first time in England. I mean, living in England as a resident, um, I've been to quite a number of places and, uh, I think why, why I would say there's a major difference is cause I, I did come into England in the middle of lockdown. So, I mean, it was, it was a whole different atmosphere, you know, there wasn't a, a whole lot of social gathering going on or making friends. So it was just uh, me just being here. And uh, also, I'm, I, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier, but I'm currently getting my master's in uh, multimedia public relations. Wow. So um, a lot of classes were online at the time when I came. So the, the, the atmosphere was just very um, conservative, I think that's what I would say. But I mean, so far... I mean, after lockdown, obviously, it's been, it's things have been looking up. It's been more fun. And I've come to see Middlesbrough in a whole different light. So I would say things have gotten certainly interesting. Yeah. You know, Middlesbrough, as you can see in, in the map, we know Middlesbrough is like up north. Mm-hmm. And people have like different idea of what it's like up north here. Like, right. Ever since you came, have you, have you had any cultural shock in comparison to where you're originally from oh culture shock 
Um, yeah, I would say I think every major, every continent that is not Africa <laughs> provides some sort of cultural shock at, you know, at, at a particular point in time. Um, but for me here, I would say because I came in the middle of lockdown. Okay, let me let me backtrack. I come from a culture where there's a whole lot of community. There's a whole lot of, you know, social gathering. And I live in Lagos in the heart of Nigeria. It's it's the most commercial city in Nigeria. It actually used to be the capital of Nigeria before the capital got moved to Abuja, which is currently the federal capital territory. But Lagos, by and large, remains the most popular city in Nigeria. And I would say in Africa, maybe. So, you know, the, the, you were always running into people. You would literally only get a breathing space if you, say, went to the library or you were inside your own house. <laughs> but because there's a lot of people, there was also a lot of interaction, conversation with different people. I mean, you would walk on the road and you would say good morning to a bunch of people before you get to work. But in Middlesbrough, I realized that it seemed to bother on harassment. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying this is because you don't just walk on the road and just say good morning to people. They just look at you like, oh, is something wrong with this person? Or if you're riding the bus, you, you don't just suddenly start a conversation with people. And I just think for me, that was that was one of the most shocking things that I found out. Um, I, mean, I come from a place where people interact anywhere and you can literally make friends anywhere. But here, you, you just kind of keep to yourself and because you meet people who also keep to themselves. So you only make friends in actual social gatherings like parties and pubs and, you know, other communal spaces, but just not random places on the road where you can strike up conversations. Well, even though, even though the... the researchers also make us understand that Middlesbrough happens to be like the second, you know, um, ethnically local authority within the Northeast. Oh, really? Yeah. After that's after Newcastle. Oh, Middlesbrough is actually one of the most popular ethnic yeah. communities. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, at least we have like close to like 2% of the population who are Blacks and African, you know, even Caribbean as well. <clears throat> if, I, if, I, if I might add something, I think that might have something to do with it because... I mean, back in Nigeria, everybody was black. I mean, given, granted, we had different tribes, but everybody was black. We all spoke English. Some people spoke Pidgin English, but everyone still communicated because we were all basically the same race. So I think because there's a lot of diversity and there's a lot of ethnic groups, it's really hard to integrate yourself, you know, into a different ethnic groups without something important bringing you together. True. That's what I think. Yeah. So uh, now that the lockdown is out, and you might have done a little bit of interaction while you're schooling online and all of that. So what activities have you engaged in outside school? Well, besides schooling, um, I only actually started to go out recently. Um, and I think one of the most memorable events that, um, one of the most memorable activities that I participated in was ice skating. And, um, I literally had to be dragged out of my house by my friends because um, I, I don't really go anywhere. Um, but I did go with, you know, a whole bunch of uh, friends and it has to be one of the most exciting experiences that, you know, I've engaged in. Um, I mean, that was my first time. So obviously I stumbled a bit on the ice, kind of like, you know, a toddler learning to walk. But 
I think um, it was it was way more fun. Um, I I'd never ice skated in Nigeria. I don't even think we have like an ice skating rink because it's really hot. So it would cost a lot of money to do that. Um, but even when I was in the US, I never really ice skated. So this was my first time here. So I, I think um, <laughs> your first are always memorable. So yeah, that's interesting. I must say that's that must be one of the most interesting things you've done so far. Yeah, yeah, I would say so as well. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So, like, looking at your experience so far, you you must have been in in, in the town Middlesbrough for like how long now? Um, there, I, I think, so I came in twenty twenty, so close to two years now. Oh, two years. That's that's a long time, and mm. you can see that half of it was COVID, and now you're spending half of it like outside COVID. Outside COVID. Yes, outside so, of lockdown. Yeah, yeah, right. So, is there anything like you could say you've done? that you wouldn't do again one thing that i've done that i wouldn't do again uh, that's a, that's a very interesting question um i think i would say i would say going on roller coaster rides because okay so i'm extremely scared of heights i can't remember what the phobia is called i think agrophobia or acrophobia i can't remember don't quote me on that um <laughs> um yeah, so I did go on a roller coaster ride in Wonderland and um, it was really high. And I just thought, you know what, why not face my fears and just give it a try? And it was hell for me. It was a it was a it was a hellish experience. Where is the Wonderland? Um I'm not exactly sure. I can't remember how you pronounce the city. I don't want to butcher the name. <laughs> but well, I'm is, sure if is you it within the northeast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Within yeah, yeah, yeah. Within oh, wow. Middlesbrough, yeah. So if you if you want to Google it, I'm sure you'll be able to pull up and um, pull up um, a, a location on the map but yeah i did go and um it was a really frightful experience for me and um i don't think i will be doing it again because i felt really dizzy and i felt like i was gonna puke so that for me is probably the last time i will be doing it i mean it's something i might recommend to other people who are not scared of heights just not for me you said you do music yeah how has it been for you to like juggle music in school and have you tried to push your music or have you tried to perform or find anything? How has it been for you? Like, have you put back music because of school or is there anything you're doing as regards your music? Well, to be fair, I, um, I try to do everything um, at the same time simultaneously. But I realized that schooling for me be quickly became a priority because there was loads of assignments and projects and studying that i had to do so i would say that music was a bit relegated and um, schooling had to take the forefront of my activities but as an artist oh obviously my first love is music so i can never let that go so what i've realized is I, I still try to pitch my music to friends and you know coming from nigeria um i specialize mostly in afro bits and i don't think that the people here in Middlesbrough are really used to listening to a lot of Afrobeat music, um, except people who have like very diverse tastes, obviously. But um, I did try to get into clubs and, you know, get the DJ to play my songs. But it's really hard to get noticed, you know, especially when people aren't familiar with your type of rhythm, you know, and tune. Um, but what I'm trying to do is obviously getting on a platform like yours, Roots and Vibes, I'm hoping that, um, you know, listeners or people who hope to come on the program can give my music a listen to and maybe even you know have a have a 
uh, a streaming a streaming program where my music is played for a while on this show. That would be nice. And also, um, just try to meet up with more Nigerians and maybe organize like social events where you know I get to play my songs and then people can relate to it more. And hopefully, the maybe you know um, people from other races, British people, um, Chinese people, and Indians and Pakistani. And Kurdish people can kind of use that. Hopefully, I actually not really attended events because mm-hmm. I think towards the end of last year, like the Roots and Vibes, a nice uh, an Afro beats event, which was like strictly Afro music, you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people were there. We had the different races. We had the whites. We had the Asians. We had obviously seventy percent of the crowd were Africans, you mm-hmm. know, from different yeah. So. You know, hopefully we just get to have such events. And like you said, the platform, yeah, Roots and Vibes, this is a platform for you as well. For everyone who will be listening to this podcast will definitely want to like hear what you sound like because you seem to be a very, very interesting person. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. So, and before we go, I I think it's going to be really, really helpful and of good opportunity for you to like share your social media handles you know for brother rich for everyone who might want to like listen to your music or even check your lifestyle and just want to like interact with you because no man is an island and while you're here you might meet people who are also doing the type of music and you might want to vibe and relate and kind of things like that um so my instagram twitter facebook snapchat all of my socials basically are the same name so just search for olu james and uh, you will find me um just olu for olu j-a-m-e-s for james and uh, it's basically the same handle across all platforms even on soundcloud um I'm always open to, you know, collaborations and inquiries. And uh, if you want to show some support or some love, you can stream my music on, you know, all streaming, uh, all music streaming platforms, Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, Boombox, that's a Nigerian streaming service and uh, every other streaming service, even Deezer. So uh, it would be really, really lovely to connect with people and uh, hopefully collaborate in the future. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much, James, you know, for coming up and honoring this this interview. And we hope next time we might be doing another episode, might just be us premiering your music. Oh, uh, that would be amazing. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a lovely day. Thank you.